fans, Danny is back at it again with another episode, part three of this awesome Dream Night Resolutions audio, which was recorded and sent to me by a crossline. Uh, they got permission from my upline, and this is for fair use and commentary purposes. Also, in the previous audio, if you had listened, it was fun that the club owner also admitted that he was recording the event, so there was no reasonable expectation for privacy. All of those little disclaimers, let me also add that, uh, yeah, we're talking about Worldwide Dream Builders and Amway. Now, here's the thing. I'm not here to defame either of these two organizations, okay? I know that I have some very strong negative feelings about them. I know a lot of my guests and my audience has a lot of negative feelings about them. However, if you're you know, considering joining Amway or Worldwide or LTD, URA, Brit Worldwide, or any of the other Amway lines of affiliation or any other MLM for that matter, you're an adult, okay? You can make your own decisions. I, I'm not going to tell you not to, but I am going to say that if you've heard this story and you still want to go, proceed with caution. Because here's the thing, it's not just me, it's many people who have come onto this podcast and have shared their stories. You know, at the end of the day, I can't make you do what it is I think is best for you because only you can decide what is best for you. So in, in speaking to my guests as well, thank you all so much for having come on and shared your story. Thank you to everyone who continues to reach out and tells me how much you appreciate the stories that are being told and how you want to share your story and just the support that we've been receiving. I am so grateful. You know, when I first started this podcast, I just wanted to feel heard. I just wanted to be able to express my experiences and share them. Because when I had heard other people's stories with domestic violence or with trauma, that's what really helped me heal. And when I was going through it, I didn't have a podcast to listen to. I didn't have a community of people around me who had also gone through it. And that's also the same thing with being in an MLM cult. You know, it was it was hard to process. So, you know, I, I wasn't sure what to expect when I shared everything, but um, this is definitely more than I could have ever asked for and hoped for. So thank you so much for your continued support. Share the podcast, you guys, because so many people have been brave and come and told their stories and their stories deserve to be shared and heard. So again, we're back at it with <laughs> part three of this wonderful audio. It's funny to listen to it because as you know, we had listened to in the previous episode, we we're hearing how the, the club owner was almost berating his business, quote business, of course, but he was basically criticizing people saying that if they didn't go to the functions they weren't real business owners or you know the fact that this is not associated like you're not in Amway don't be in anything or saying if you're still at step a that you know why are you still there if you really understood any of what he was saying and it's like sir we both know that what you're saying is dishonest allegedly because and again i don't even have to say allegedly anymore this is the last time i'm going to point that out nowhere in this audio have i yet to hear that platinums and above are getting paid commission on the audios they try to make it sound like it's a level playing field but how is it a level playing field if platinums and above are getting paid any sort of commission on the tools but yet they're, they're they're berating you for not following, you know, to step A to B and B to C and then all the way to diamond. They say it's a, you know, two to five year plan, yet my upline through to my platinums, none of them are diamonds. And I'm pretty sure my personal sponsor, Robert, I don't think he's even broken an eagle ship yet. If I didn't feel so negatively about these people and knew how actually evil that they were, I would probably feel sorry for them. But at this point, I honestly don't feel bad. I feel like whatever position they're in, they kind of deserve to be there because they're still there manipulating people. And Robert, to you, I will always say this, like you are a horrible person. And I hate the fact that so many people don't know who you are, who you truly, truly are. And I will always 
dislike you for derailing parts of my life and manipulating me and pretending to be my friend. All of you, Jenny and Craig and John and Barbara, Justin, and I think I called her Brittany, all of these people up to the Syrian guy and his wife and, and the club owner and his wife, you know, but uh, without further ado, here is the audio. You had to convince them that being that friendly financial independent people stay at home and being able to sleep with everybody was cool. They are the wrong person. <laughs> I stopped. Like, like, I'm just like, is he coming in? Like, oh, that person didn't get it. What's wrong with me? I'm just like, wow. They're going to work for the rest of their life? Okay. <laughs> like, I feel bad for them. Yeah. You back up who's the only business in the world. Show me something better and I'll stop. And that's why I'm convicted like this every single time. Every single time that I show, I, I pause for three minutes and I, and I give the mic away. I erase the whiteboard and say, can anybody come up? Uh, most negative person in the room come up and show us something better. Show us another business that made over $10 billion a year, privately held debt-free with no shareholders that would be part of that third without paying the profits. Wow. One, name one, outside of us, name one. If you can't think of one, then why in the hell are you saying you act like this is the only thing in the world? What's really funny because he does this. I've seen it many, many, many times where he's doing a board plan. He's up at the whiteboard and he says, show me something better. And then he goes and he sits down and he waits and waits and waits and uh, nobody gets up. Then he goes back to talking and says, see, I told you no one can show me something better. Well, what, what am I supposed to show you, club owner? The fact that life is so much better outside of this organization. My nine to five might suck, but at least my nine to five isn't lying about how they're making money off of me. Mr. Club owner, are you being honest to every single IBO in your quote business about the fact that you're making money off of their business tools or that you're allegedly getting paid as a speaker to speak at these functions? Are you guys being honest about the fact that you're pushing misogyny? Are you guys being openly honest about the fact that this is a Christian organization? Are you guys being honest about where these speakers are also speaking outside of worldwide events? Are you guys being honest about the fact that all the diamonds speak for Brit Worldwide or LTD or URA or the fact that they also get our audios? See, here's the thing. I might not be able to draw out on your whiteboard another business that is, quote, better than this, but I can absolutely go up to your whiteboard and write why every single person in that room should reconsider being a part of this organization. Because again, all of the deception that is happening behind closed doors. If, this is a, if we got paid to recruit people, if you got paid to recruit people, most people are like, yeah. They're false, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you go to them with traditional MLM and you say, I'm ready to get started. They already signed up yesterday because they found your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, but that's just what it's like. This so can we just talk about the fact that he's continuing to reiterate that it's, quote, not a regular MLM and you can't just recruit everybody with a pulse and this is not that? Um, I think with how often he's saying it, he's either trying to, one, convince the audience or two, trying to convince himself that what he's saying is legit because I think anybody who's listening to this now can hear in his voice that he is being deceptive. Again, I'm telling you, if you have a pulse and you can pay for this business, you're in. If you can show up to a couple of meetings, read a couple of books, you're in. So again, with this point that he's trying to drive home that it's just proving that he's being deceitful. 10% of you, almost, especially if you're brand new, you don't have what it takes to build a partnership. You do not know how to build a partnership. You can try the hardest you can right now for five years and you will not be proud. Right. Your current skill sets. Yep. 
So that's why you have to plug in a world run and get better. I want to know where he's getting these percentages from and and where is this coming from? I mean, I get it. They want us to believe that we absolutely cannot do this without Worldwide. I understand that. However, I want to know where he's getting this percentage that only 10% of the people in that room could build a platinum ship without Worldwide, but the rest of us had no idea what we were doing, which is really interesting to look back on because in all reality, what were we doing? Talking to people. I don't necessarily think that you need worldwide dream builders in order to go and talk to people or sell a product. The reason why they need you in worldwide is because they're making money off of your membership fees for the apps. That's what is going on here. They're quoting saying, oh, it's a mentorship and training organization where they're bettering yourself in order to be brainwashed enough to go talk to people. But in all reality, the ulterior motive is there. They need you to have those apps. They need you to be a member because they are making money, which, again, I have yet to hear be disclosed. If Worldwide's helped homeless people become retired in nine months, and it's helped crack addicts, and it's helped people who are, you know, pharmaceutical street reps and people who have been in jail, if, people, if, 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 you, if, 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 if Worldwide's helped people like that who have hardly any, any IQ, become financial independent multi-millionaires, then it can help you too. All right, I just want to talk for a minute about the people that he's referencing because none of the people that he's referencing are multi-millionaires. In fact, these people are probably making at the very best six figures. Most of them are like platinums and above. And he's, he's talking about pharmaceutical street rep as if the – so he's referring to the felon who is married to my old upline's daughter. They would always refer to him. Um, the homeless guy, he is now divorced actually. Um, when I had first seen him speak at a function, he had um, a wife. And they quickly swept it under the rug. I mean, they immediately deleted any audio with her in it. Of course, they kept him. However, they totally removed her. Um, and none of these people were actually homeless. But a lot of them grew up in privilege. And it's really interesting to hear him say multi-multi-millionaires when in all reality, even himself, I doubt, is a, quote, multi-millionaire. But again, he and all these Platinums and above, they're probably making a pretty penny off of those membership fees, which they have still yet to talk about. I'll decor with the servicing companies and all the companies we contract with, and there's Worldwide. This is the training system. If we had to pick one to stick with because they both, both broke apart, I pick Worldwide. I don't care about the products. I don't care about the business. So let's isolate that last portion for a second let's talk about it he says that he doesn't care about the products and he doesn't care about the business he is referring to the amway corporation you guys and again this is recorded back in 2016 i am sure that the way that he speaks is a little bit different however back then we were not taught about the products we were not taught that this is sales we were not taught really anything about Amway. The only thing that we were taught about was Worldwide Dream Builders, that we needed to recruit people into the Worldwide Dream Builders system, that we were, quote, buying our own products. They were telling us to buy all of our PV from Amway. We were not taught anything about sales. The club owner would always say, this is not sales. This is a training mentorship opportunity with a business attached. And there he is saying that he does not care about the Amway portion, despite the fact that it quite literally is 
Amway. Then D is where results start happening. D is where your income level is. D is where you start hitting eagle, double eagle, platinum, ruby, uh, emerald, diamond, and beyond. Diamond is only step four in the compensation plan. There's 23 steps. Wow. Diamond founders, 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 diamond, executive diamond, founders, executive diamond, double diamond, founders, double diamond, triple diamond, founders, triple diamond, crown, founders, crown, crown, ambassador, founders, crown, ambassador, and FCA 40 dollars to eight. I love how he's talking about Eagle and Double Eagle. Um, those are just worldwide dream builder recognitions. Remember, those are not on, on the Amway compensation plan. And what's funny is nowadays the Amway compensation plan doesn't even have the platinum, ruby, emerald, or diamond income levels or any of these quote. So that's what, 19 others that aren't being listed as well? Like, come on, where's the transparency here? Um, so yeah, back in 2016, we were taught that there was just so many levels and that diamond was just step four of the compensation plan. Like, how how is that hard to read? How is that hard to reach? Yeah, no, diamond is incredibly hard to reach. In fact, I think it's, I don't know the exact statistics, but I'm pretty sure it's like 0.01% of people who actually make it to the diamond level. There's really not very many in comparison of how many people are in all of these training organizations. And remember, all of my upline from Robert up to John and Barbara, Justin and Brittany, all the way up to the club owner himself, none of them outside of the club owner are actually diamonds. None of them. And in fact, the diamond all the way up to the crown, none of them are diamonds either. So if we're supposed to understand this compensation plan, why is it that half of these people who are in the business and have been for decade or decades are not diamonds yet? But it's just step four of the compensation plan, right? You're just, you're supposed to get there in two to five years. Bullshit. Side note, something that I was just thinking about was when you think about our upline, right? We're supposed to respect them so drastically, right? Like these are the people that we can never de-edify. We must edify them. We can't embarrass them, right? Well, I'm thinking about all of my upline. And like I said, the only diamonds and above are the club owner and the crown and his wife. Those are the only two diamonds and above who are in my whole line of sponsorship. And we are talking, there are quite a few people in my line of sponsorship. People who have left, people who are still around. I'm sure a lot of the people who are still around, none of them are diamonds yet. You guys, they're all platinums and above at the very least. Maybe they're emeralds, but why are these people being so highly regarded? Why are we supposed to believe that they're multimillionaires if they can't even reach the diamond level? How are we supposed to listen to the club owner who is demeaning us, but yet we have people in our upline who cannot reach the diamond level? Are, who's talking to the club owner's upline like this? I don't think anybody is. I think we're just supposed to blindly follow these people because they are our upline, but they're also getting paid on our membership fees. Remember that. And um, again, they still haven't disclosed it. Really, an eagle pretty much they're making about, you know, uh, you, our, our eagles have been making about $1,000 a month residually or more, or more, usually more. But I'll just be conservative to say about uh, $500 a month. Or more. I want to be very conservative. I, for legal reasons, because of FTC, PDAP reasons, IRS reasons, I have to pick the lowest conservative number. The lowest. Like, we have the stupidest evil ship in the world. That is <laughs> And we've never had a stupid evil Okay, that's what we've never had. Every single one of our eagles that I know of, based on the most of my eagle, 
So now we're going into some numbers, right? Again, Eagle, Double Eagle, those are just worldwide dream builder recognitions. Those are still their recognitions to this day, as far as I'm aware. And he's talking about how Eagles in his organization make about $1,000 a month. However, for legal reasons, he has to throw in that minimally, if you have a quote, stupid eagle ship, you're making about $500 a month, but that they've never had a stupid eagle. So this is again, where they're inflating numbers, but then kind of have to say, but for legal reasons, we have to go over the smallest number possible. And I'm wondering if talks like this are the reason why Amway's compensation plan has changed. But let's talk about this for a second, because I have actually spoken to a couple of different people who went Eagle. Bree was one of them. And from my understanding, nobody was really actually bringing in big money when they went Eagle. Why? Because their PV amounts were barely just being covered, right? Remember, couples were told to buy 300 PV singles were told to buy 200 PV, which is 600 to a thousand dollars a month. So at the very least, these people are maybe covering their ditto. But you also have to consider uh, gas money, um, babysitters if they have kids, function tickets, uh, premier membership, Kate, all of those different things. I doubt that they were breaking even every month. There's no way. I highly doubt it. And most people have told me that they were not breaking even. So he makes it sound like $1,000 is big and great, but at the, there's no way that these people are going in the positive. Most of them are still in the red at this point. Okay. Double Eagles make probably about one to $3,000 a month. And continues growing. The other significant thing about Double Eagles is that all these stuff automatically start happening with or without your participation. That's the beautiful thing about Double Eagle. Okay. Once you reach Double Eagle, you're like, your parameters and everything is pretty much set for a long time. Now he's saying that double eagles are making anywhere from $1,000 to $3,000 a month residually. I, again, want to know where he's getting these numbers from because here's the thing. Even if he's saying that these numbers are accurate, I don't buy it. In fact, I've heard that so many people who had joined Worldwide and had gotten to these larger pen levels were still extremely broke, okay? So you have to think that the reason why they're saying this is because, again, back in the day, I, I, I don't know that Amway's compensation plan goes over all of these things now, but back in the day, it talked to you about the percentages that you could make. And from my understanding, the percentages are still very much the same, where if you're, you know, bringing in that one, I think 200 PV, you're making 3%, 300 PV, I think you're making like 6%, stuff like that. So I would imagine he's getting these numbers based on the um, the way that it used to work. So again, this was recorded back in 2016. Okay, so math isn't exactly my strong suit, but I don't think that he's being honest here. So let's say at the very least you have your double, your double eagle ship, right? That is 12 people in your width of business doing 200 PV. That brings you up to 2,400 PV. And the percentage for 24 PV is 15%. So you get 15% of the money. So it's about three to one. So 
that is roughly around $7,200 in volume. So if you're only making 15% of that, what are you making? $1,080? That's nowhere near $3,000. I thought his eagles were making $1,000, okay? So let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's say you have your eagle ship, all 12 are all couples, and they're all doing 300 PV, right? So that brings you up to 3,600 PV, but the percentage on your money for that is 18%. So again, that three to one ratio, that brings you to a total business volume of $10,800, right? So 18% of that is not even a full $2,000. It's $1,944. So if that's what you're making on a double Eagle ship, right? And, and again, these percentages are based on the old compensation plan. I'm sure that there's new bonuses and bullshit now, but this is the this is the deceit that we were being pushed. We were being told, oh, you could make $3,000 as a double eagle. You'd have to have some serious depth in order to be making that $3,000. You have to be at a really high percentage point in PV to get $3,000 a month residually. And it's just interesting kind of looking back to think that, oh yeah, I totally thought at an Eagle ship, I was totally going to be making an extra $1,000. That is not true. <laughs> no. So let's say we had, you know, our six people doing 200 PV. That's 1,200 PV in total, right? So if we go to the compensation plan, let's see, 1,200 PV is 12%. So let's times that by three for that three to one, right? For the dollar amounts, so that's $3,600. So we're going to times that by 12%. Guess what? That's only $432. $432 if you have an eagle ship of just singles doing 200 PV. All right, let's give them again the benefit of the doubt. Let's say you got six people all doing 300 PV, 1,800 PV, right? So 1,800 PV, that brings us to the 15%. So let's times that by three. So that's $5,400, okay? So let's multiply that again by that percentage, which is 0.15. That's $810, Roughly. Okay, these are rough estimates, but you guys see where I'm going with this, right? At the bare minimum, you're going to be making such a small amount of money, but you're not going to be making $1,000 as an eagle unless, again, you have that depth. So I love that he is just making it sound so easy, but you guys, it's not. And this is why when we always say, like, don't feel bad that you didn't reach these levels, this is, you're, it's quite literally designed to fail. None of this is transparent. Okay. So again, if you're being caught up in this and, and you're thinking that all of these different high pin levels are so possible, like, I'm so glad you have a dream and I'm so glad you believe in it. But you have to kind of peel back the layers and wonder, you know, what are the actual numbers? Okay. But then also, where's all that function money going to? Again, we still have not heard anything about Eagles or Platinums and above getting paid on the memberships. I'm just going to keep saying that because they make it sound like such an even and fair playing ground. And, and yet that little fact, not disclosing that, that's deceitful because it's not a fair playing ground, is it? And so a Platinum typically makes about five to $9,000 a month. The right parameters, nine ongoing. A lot of you guys quit your job if you're making around five to nine thousand dollars a month. If you're a couple, maybe at least one of you can quit your job. 
So now we're talking about how much platinums make $9,000 a month on the low end, roughly, according to the club owner in this specific talk. Now, here's the thing. Some of the people that he was referencing as far as multi-multi-millionaires, um, those are platinums that he is referring to. Those are double eagles. So what I want to know is how he can now say, oh, platinums and above make 9000 on the low end a month, but then try to convince everybody that they're multi-millionaires. It's another level of deception. And by the way, on average, according to Amway, they're not making that much. And now he says with the right parameters, but on average, on average, most Platinums aren't making anywhere near that. Mm -hmm. I'd rather you just do BFB. Well, this one builds your business faster. It's not about building it fast, it's about building it right. So you don't have to touch it the end of the rest of your life. Yep. When you, and you, and you, I mean, you pass away, go to heaven, and you give this asset to your kids. Your, the, the, the kids' income will always stay in the same the right parameters. Okay, you guys remember in one of the previous episodes where we were kind of still digesting this whole one specific audio recorded event? Um, remember how the club owner was saying that you can't will this, but then saying that you're building an asset to give to your children? Aren't those the same thing? And and maybe I'm just misunderstanding it, so please let me know if you understand it differently. But from what I gather is is this can be passed down to your children, but then he said that if you're in Amway specifically, you cannot give it to your children. I am so confused. So that begs the question, okay, so let's say you pass your business down to your kids, which apparently you can do with Amway, whether you're in Worldwide or not. Do you also pass down the royalties that you're getting on the Worldwide apps or what? How does that part work? I'd love to know how the ins and outs of that work. A to B is a question mark. That is up to you. Honestly, it's a decision to wait. Don't wait for the right time. Oh, I'm gonna wait to feel motivated then be a B. No, you can't do that. You have to decide it. And you're gonna fall off of it, you have to decide it again. You have to fall off of it and decide it again. But you don't just quit the business or quit your dreams because you couldn't stick to B. Okay, when you have a gym membership, you're gonna be like, oh, do your business, you're gonna go, but you're gonna stop eventually there's been times where you stop going. Does that mean you quit your gym membership? No, that means you freaking get up and go again. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I said this in the last audio. However, if I didn't, I'm going to remind you that this whole talk, right, where he says, like how long it takes you to get from A to B is a question mark because that's on you because that's the quote self-development aspect of it, right? So remember if you guys heard me say this where they always say it's a two to five year plan, right? Um, but once they finally go diamond, they say, oh, but it, it took us the two to five years to, to get diamond because we quote, didn't start being all in until year whatever. But we're supposed to disregard the fact that they were in for many, many years before that. So they could have taken... 15 years to go diamond, but we're supposed to believe that it still only took the two to five years because they kept falling off between A to B and A to B and A to B before they finally got to C and D of this quote plan of how to build this business successfully. Um, so again, it's very ambiguous, but it's also very deceptive because there's no real way of telling you that you more than likely will not go diamond. You more than likely will not go platinum. And you're going to spend a lot of your money, but again, there's still zero mention of the fact that they're getting paid on these apps. Like, this is the whole business plan. This is how you're supposed to get there. This is the quote level playing field. 
but they're still missing this fact. I'm going to drive this point home eventually. It's just frustrating. B is the best C to D, okay? Now these are different time frames, okay? So once you're at C, these things start automatically happening. If you do this, 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 this automatically happens, I have never seen it any different. Okay? Always, almost, always, 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 I've always seen this. Three months to eagle, six months to double eagle, okay? Uh, 12 to 18 months for platinum, uh, 18 to 24 months for ruby from point C. This is from point C, 18 to 24 months to ruby. <coughs> it just starts automatically happening. 24, or actually, I'm sorry, let me give you two to three years. So when you're at C for two to three years, you should be an animal. You will be an animal. You will be an animal. Basically, you will be an animal. Three to five years to die. Why do we call this a two to five year plan? Because animals are dying and you're going to be freaking wealthy, so it's a two to five year plan. Okay, it's a two to five year plan and going will die. Quarter million dollars a year is going to suck, so two to five year plan is a good plan. Okay, so that's the two to five year plan. Two to five years at boom, 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 and you're here, boom, that happens. So now he's going into the time frames and how it's supposed to take two to five years, but it's only two to five years once you're at point C. It just, it's not mathing. It doesn't make sense. How is it that it takes two to five years if it's already taken you 20 years? I don't understand. I don't understand how they can continue pushing this agenda because it is so deceptive. So Deceptive, you guys. I'm so mad at myself for ever having believed what this guy is saying. But just re-listening to it and listening to it back, like none of it actually makes sense. I heard this less than five percent of people was platinum and above in the business. That means you know what? I don't care. That doesn't mean I have less than five percent chance of success. It means there's less than five percent of people who got to be and stay consistent. So again, he's continuing to say that so few people actually reach these benchmarks and it was all there it was always there within their speeches that realistically most people are not going to attain these levels but we're supposed to believe that we can i'm sorry but that's not a very high percentage of people that are going to achieve platinum or above it's not. Um, so I'm really kind of going back and like I said, re-listening to this and I'm still shocked that this is what they're pushing. But it's this type of message that keeps people in the business for a long period of time. In fact, I know for a fact that my old sponsor is still in my whole line of sponsorship from my sponsor all the way up to the Emerald Searing guy and his wife. None of them are diamonds yet. Not a single one of them are diamonds, and it has been well over five years. So I don't think that their plan works the way that they want to believe it works. In fact, there's a lot of people who failed at this. A lot, a lot, a lot. A lot more people who failed than people who succeeded. There's your sales pitch. So what's the difference between that and else? In fact, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people who have gym memberships who are still back who are not out of shape. A lot. A lot more people who are out of shape than there are people who have six packs. Is that going to discourage you from going, oh, I'm not going to go to the gym because a lot more people who have failed the gym than people succeeded? That is a stupid premise. So this gym analogy that he gives, right, he thinks that this is the way that this is the best way to explain it. And what he's failing to mention about the gym 
right? He talks about how this business is just like the gym, how there are people who go to the gym who don't have the results that they want. Only a small percentage of people are actually happy with their results. And they're going to the gym. The people who are getting who are successful have a trainer and they're following the exact plans, which is not wrong. But what he's not mentioning is that the gym is not putting people into debt the same way that Amway is. Now, if people are going into debt for their gym habits, like that's a good debt for them. That's what they want to do. That's fine. But the gym is not telling them to recruit people the same way that Amway is. Do they give them incentives for bringing new people in? Yeah, absolutely they do. But people are not spending $600 to $1,000 a month on useless gym equipment. Okay. That's not happening. We are spending 600 to a thousand dollars a month on Amway products that are quote going to make us wealthy. No, the way that he brings up the gym, like it sounded so great at the time, but I'm re-listening to it and I'm like, man, that's the worst analogy that you could actually come up with because it's apples to oranges. What's crazy is man, we're not, we've been in that business for a year or two years. We don't have any results. That's your fault for staying in. It has nothing to do with the business. That's you still being an A. He's right. He's right. Um, it is because you stayed in the business and your quote stuck at A and that's why you're not making any progress. And honestly, it is the business. He can try to tell us that, oh, it's a perfect system. It's not. It's designed to fail. Because again, there's not a whole lot of transparency in the fact that you're dealing with people. Okay, not only are you dealing with people, you're deceiving people. You're not being 100%. You're telling people to go into debt for this organization. You are not disclosing the fact that at Platinum and above, you're making money off of them for their membership fees. Why is that not being disclosed? Again, I know I keep saying it, and I sound like a broken record, but I just can't get that point across enough. But not just that, it's the fact that they're not telling you transparently and openly that only a small percentage of people actually reach the platinum level. They want you to believe that you can because the longer that you're in, the longer that they're making money off of you. But no, it really is the business, I'm sorry to say. Instead of keep moving on past at 90, let's just go from 1 through 90 every function that's we set. Day one, and get a 90-day core work between every major function. This business is built from function to function to function to function. So here he goes talking about what we've kind of talked about before, these 90-day core runs. Okay, the reason why they're 90 days is because there's a major function every 90 days, which means that you are reading their books, you are listening to your audios, you are listening to your Kate messages, you are fully fully embracing this brainwashing, okay? You are not skipping a day of brainwashing because then you get to this big major function that's, quote, supposed to hype you up, right? Because remember, as Taylor from URA had said, it's nothing but a big giant pep rally, okay? So then once you have those post-function blues, which everyone who's been a part of the business, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about, um, then you just go right back into the brainwashing. There is not a moment that they expect you to have, right? That is not business related. You are expected to be a part of this business 100% of the time. So if you have a 90 day core run and then you get to a major function, and then let's say you get to that major function, you have a few more days of reading the books and then you stop. 
they'll tell you that, oh, well, that's how you lose your momentum. But in all reality, that's how you slowly start to come out of being brainwashed is because you finally start to take a look at the fact that this is all information control. This is all ways to keep you in the business because the more that you start to doubt everything, the more that you start to slowly ease away from the business and then they're not making money off of you anymore. So I personally, in my opinion, believe that that's exactly what the 90-day core runs are actually supposed to do is to keep you brainwashed function to function to function. Your two years associate's degree is two years worldwide. You take a five-credit course. You only take 18 credits. You only take five. A five-credit course on top of your job with worldwide university makes you a ruby in two years, which is associate's degree. I'd rather be a ruby than have a piece of paper that's associate's degree. And there's the anti-college propaganda that we're always telling you about because he would rather, quote, have a ruby ship than an associate's degree because one makes you money and one to him, allegedly, according to him, is a waste of time. And this is something that she's been really great at from the beginning, but um, just as an example, she met a gal, and I don't know all the details, but it don't really matter for this example, but um, she met a gal at the gym and somehow they just got to talking, they ended up exchanging information just as a friend because they connected really well together, they found a common interest, was able to relate really well with her, so they exchanged numbers. They grabbed coffee then just as friends, got to know her, know her background, know her story, and then that gal ended up inviting the two for a Christmas party. So it was the Christmas party, got to know her even more, and because of that, what ended up being a month-long process of just building a friendship with this gal, that was all her intention was was just to get to know her as a friend. She had no intentions of dropping the message or showing her this opportunity unless an opportunity arrived where it was fitting. This is where the grooming aspect comes in. This is where they tell you to, quote, make a friend, make a quality friend, get to know this person over time. You're connecting on things. This is exactly what my sponsor did to me. My sponsor finagled himself into my life, pretended to be my friend, and his ulterior motive was always there to get me involved in this business. They want to make you believe that, oh, no, you're just doing it as a friend with the ulterior motive to drop the message if the opportunity arises. So yes, of course, there's always going to be that ulterior motive and you're grooming these people into trusting you. So that way when you finally do drop the message, they trust you. You've gotten to know them over this time. You've told them all about these successful friends that you have. And eventually they either really want to meet these people because you've spoke so highly of them or you've gotten to know their pain points and you are convincing them that because of whatever they're lacking, they need this business. Because what we do know about this business, I totally believe, is that people are going to buy into you way before they buy into the business. They're absolutely going to build this business first and foremost because of you, because they like you, because they want to spend time with you, because they enjoy being around you, they love the atmosphere. They're going to buy into you way before the business. So you have to be someone that people want to spend time with. You have to be someone that people want to be friends with. Um, you have to create a pull for yourself, if that makes sense. And I really, really, really think that that starts from making quality friendships with people that don't have ulterior motives. So yeah, they, that is totally true. In fact, I got into the business because I wanted to be around my upline, but I learned very quickly that just because you say that you're friends with somebody doesn't mean that you actually have a friendship with them. In fact, I very seldom saw my upline outside of the business. It had to be for business purposes. We were never just friends, right? 
I mean, there were incentives where they said, oh, well, we're friends. We had a barbecue at the park one time where we could bring our kids. Or we had the various different Christmas time incentives, which included a masquerade ball that we went to. Like, sure, we have all of these things. But at the end of the day, it's always just about the business. It's never to be actual friends. Because then you start getting into these council sessions with these people that you just want to spend time with. And they're sitting there degrading you because you're a woman. Or they're sitting there degrading you because you're not where they say you should be in this business. You're not helping them grow. You're wasting their time. That's how they treat you. So yes, at the end of the, what she says there is that, well, without an ulterior motive, that's bullshit. You always, when you're in this business, there's always an ulterior motive because you need to get people in this business. You need to reach those higher pin levels because you need to start making money. Otherwise, you are going backwards in this business financially. They don't want to tell you that, but it's true. I don't want you to be some kind of handbot that's just going around recruiting a bunch of people. I want you to become friends. Yeah. There used to be a CD out there that was released back then. It was called Friendship First, Partnership Second. Yeah. You need to learn how to be a friend. Because if people keep, if, no, if the normal world, you can't even get the normal world to like you, how do you get people on your team to like you to follow you long enough to stick around? Yeah. Yeah. The ability to maintain and have a strong friendship thick and thin. You heard that, right? Thick and thin unconditionally and you're going to do hard times to maintain a friendship anyway this is what i thought i was getting into this is the portion that i heard and i was like yeah we're just making friends that's all we're doing but that's not true okay and then it's the last part where he says through thick and thin that's also not true i wanted to believe that my upline were my best friends you guys i had jenny in the room with me when i gave birth to my youngest child over a person that i've been friends with and i'm still friends with to this day okay these people they'll say with all of this love bombing that they will quit or will quit them before they quit us that's not true the moment that they are not making money on us anymore, that's when we lose their friendship. That's when we lose their praise. And it's really frustrating to hear the club owner and his wife talk about the fact that, oh, well, we just need to be out there being friends without an ulterior motive. Like, how are you going to maintain your, your team if you can't be a good friend? And it's really sad because those faulty friendships are what get people in. But when people realize that they're fake, that's why we start to leave. Okay. And one person where you're sharing what's available sharing who's available okay real quick what does that mean it means in a conversation in the entire month in the entire month you have one conversation with somebody that when that that, that they are aware that you know somebody who's retired ah yes. Uh, yes yes this is exactly what they're doing this is how the teaching is this is three hours just to get to this point share what's available Okay, that is exactly what he explains it. Tell people that we know people that are retired. Share with them what we know because we have found that they are looking after we've groomed them, of course. But this is this is the next step. It can be a simple conversation of like, if they're like, I'm like, what do you do? They tell me what they do. And they say, what do you do? And I said, you know what? Uh, I work at Starbucks, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually learning a lot on this side of things right now. It's very new to me. I know somebody who's 27 and 24. And, they're, they become some like so a close friend of ours, and uh, they're, they're retired at a young age. They, 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 they're freaking loaded at a young age, and uh, so I like to spend my free time learning from them. So, so how do you start? Change stuff. Get away. Yeah. Boom. Done. Uh-huh. You share who is available. Mm-hmm. You make someone aware of that somebody who's retired at a young age is available. Yeah. A lot of them are like, wait, 27 retired? Hell. She's like, yeah. Like, what about you? What? Tell me more about Starbucks. You see, 
the deception that is being taught here? <laughs> We're supposed to be telling them that we are, quote, plugged into, quote, connected to people who are in their 20s and retired. And these are all big buzzwords, right? And we're supposed to make people want to know what we're doing. In all reality, who do I know? I know that there was this guy who used to own a club and his wife, and they don't work their traditional nine to fives anymore, but they're building an Amway business. They use a training mentorship organization called Worldwide Dream Builders. Okay, even that is still okay. But again, in reality, what's going on? Yeah, they actually make their living allegedly scamming people. They deceive people. They're basically trying to get you into this, quote, organization where they are making money off of you with the membership apps, but they're not going to tell you that. But also, they are going to make sure that you are spending $600 to $1,000 a month on Amway products. They're going to tell you not to be in Amway, but you're actually in Amway, and you're going to have to devote your entire life to this business. So is it really retirement? No, not really. If you don't have a lot of friends, you are a valuable person, and you are an awesome person. You just decided not to share that. Yeah. You decided to hold yourself in. You're shy, but shy is actually considered a selfish emotion. Yes. Because you have a lot to share. You have a lot to teach people. Mm -hmm. You have a lot to lessons to with. So you're willing to reserve yourself, even though you can take a help from That's actually a selfish emotion. You're thinking about yourself. So again, with the manipulation aspect, right? So basically what they're saying is if you're an introverted person and you don't have what they call a lot of friends, you are being selfish because you have so much to share with them, aka this business, and because you are choosing not to talk to them, you're being selfish. So again, this is the level of manipulation that we're talking about, you guys. This is the kind of stuff that we were seeing that we were putting past our own judgment. And now looking back, it's so frustrating to look and see exactly what it was that we were listening to. So this is the kind of stuff that we wanted to escape. We didn't want to be fake, phony people. Okay, so a drop message is not only are they aware of what's available, let's say they mentioned to you in all of your conversation while you're making friends, that someone says their job sucks and you say, you won't give me your phone number, I got, like I said, I don't have a connection there, I got I know a guy, he's trying to do some real estate, he's always a nightclub, but give me your number, I don't know what you're looking for, I don't know what you're looking for, but I'll see you guys do stream and I'll help you out. Yep, well, what are you doing? Depends on what you're good at. You know, I'll, I'll ask around and see, well, what exactly are you looking for? The deception. I can't stop using this word because they want us to lie to you from step one. We are faking friendships with these people because we want to get them into our business, right? And when we're sharing the message, the way that he's saying to do it, right, is we're saying we know these really successful people, but when we're told and to when we're told to say when we're asked about what they do or what is it. The answer from him is, well, it depends on what you're good at. I'll take a look around. When in all reality, what are we doing? We're trying to get them into our Amway business, but we're not telling them that up front. And this was, again, this was recorded back in 2016. So maybe things in the process have changed, which I have not heard that they have changed, but I'm going to try to give them the benefit of the doubt here that this level of deception, you guys, is horrible. This is wrong. But Again, we're so groomed into this that we believe that this is what we need to be doing to be successful because we need to look at people as if they are all projects, as if we can all we can save them all because one person says that they hate their job. Now, all of a sudden, I need to try to get them into Amway. But and this is only going to make their lives worse because they're going to be they're already broke. Right. And then they're going to be even more broke. They're going to be time broke 
because they have to spend all of their time at these business meetings, but then they're also going to be financially broke because they're spending all their money on Amway products and worldwide tools and books and functions. This is just insane. And to anybody out there that I use this type of line on, I am so, so sorry. Especially if you're offline modeling the process of helping you, you're not doing this alone. You're offline helping you every step of the way. They should be the one making the phone call. They're the one putting it through our process. You don't need to do that. Just watch them do it. So I just want to point out really fast that he's using terms like QI1. Before there was this step-by-step process, they had an interview process, but they didn't call them meet and greet ones or meet and greet twos. They were calling them QI1s and QI2s and follow-ups. I don't know what QI stands for. I always thought it stood for quality interview, but that's what that means. So when he's talking about how Upline are supposed to be making phone calls for you and helping people go through the process, let me tell you, none of my Upline ever made phone calls for me. Ever. They didn't even teach me how to make phone calls. They didn't really even teach me how to connect with people outside of, quote, dropping the message, right? Because my upline were so busy, quote, going platinum that John and Barbara, they ghosted me half the time. I would schedule meetings with them, but it was too busy in their calendar. And then it took them like six months to finally tell Jenny and Craig that they could take people through my process. And respectfully, Jenny and Craig didn't know what the hell they were doing. Now, am I happy that all these people dropped out? Yes. I'm so happy because they didn't have to endure what I did for three whole years. But that being said, this is very deceptive because this is what the club owner is saying that he's teaching, but it's not actually what's happening. Now you have a daily work habit for the trade of any business. This is very temporary. Just do it. You will be good at it by then. Just do it now. And your upline, and in phase three, your upline's doing a lot of process for you. They're almost doing every QI for you, every phone call for you, every uh, every uh, 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 follow up, and everything for you. If you have an ego, a little bit different with us. We're we we we're trying to a, a person. If you're not, there's no ego in your upline between us, then we're gonna make you the ego. Yeah. It, it, it is tougher for you. Okay. And what's gonna happen is you're gonna have for sure plus two new legs every single month. So what does that make you by the end of September? An eagle with seven business building legs. Okay. What did I say? How long did it take to go to uh, to go eagle once you've been at phase C? Three months. After phase B to phase C, one, two, three, eagle. Six months of B, three months then eagle. I drew it out for you. Okay. Now. That's a solid eagle ship. A really solid eagle ship. Business building legs going to function. Okay, October, November, December. Okay, same exact thing. Five friends, five friends. You're just doing the same thing. You're not increasing your work anymore. One or two a day. Drop messages a day. One or two, one or two, just like eight. Plus two, plus two, plus two. The little, the only little difference here is you've been watching your offline model for you to teach you all the time. You should be able to do it on your own. Yeah. Because you've been watching it for so long. You're already an eagle, so you're already entrusted with a lot of leadership. We, as groupies, are going to spend a lot more time with you now that you're an eagle. Yes. And we're going to teach you how to be really more effective. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, and, and then by then, that's 13 business building. So right now, you should have 12 to 15 business building legs. Makes it sound so easy. But I'm telling you guys, it's not. If you haven't been a part of this business, then you don't understand like it's so interesting the way that he says it right it sounds like it's so easy like it's our fault that this is not happening to us because we're quote 
not going from A to B and from B to C. We're stuck on B. B is the honoring the partnerships. B is being core. B is having to quote daily work habit, working on yourself, da, 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 right? And that's a question mark. We have no idea how long that takes. And then people, you know, when they finally build an eagle ship, most people stay at eagle for quite a long time, right? And then he says, well, then you should be double eagle by after 12 months of being in the business. It's just wild to me, you guys. This is not how it works. And in all reality, when you're taking people through a process and you are deceiving them every step of the way, they are eventually going to see through your bullshit. And not only are you going to have these business building legs that maybe sign up, they're all going to drop out. A lot of them drop out. In fact, I watched Jenny and Craig have to rebuild their eagle ship a number of times. Why? Because they were being deceptive and people started to see it. So either people are going to drop out in the process because they can see through your bullshit, or they're eventually going to drop out later because they are so tired of being berated by you or being berated by your upline. So no, this is not how the business works. In a perfect world, sure. I don't think that this is exactly how it went for the club owner. And maybe the people who do this process where they do go eagle and double eagle really fast, most of them probably aren't even platinums today. Look at that. Guaranteed double eagle ship by the end of the year. Yes. Boom. If half of you follow this plan, then half of you will be a double eagle here. Can you imagine half of this many people double eagle? There are sometimes people that are actually going to follow that plan. Yeah. This is a guaranteed plan. You're going to be tired. You're making two to three thousand dollars a month by the end of this year, and your income's going up every single month. You'll be platinum next year. Yep. You'll have a handful of people that are also going platinum, and you're going diamond. Love you guys. And that, you guys, is the end of that recording, the end of that one audio. I cannot tell you how much time it actually took me to go through it. Um, the entirety of the audio of from beginning to the end of him talking is three hours and 31 minutes. And let's be honest, there was such a small fraction telling you what you're supposed to do. Essentially, what you're supposed to do, go spear hunt people. That is the exact thing that you're supposed to do. But it took him three hours and 30 minutes of fluff and bullshit and deception just to tell you that you're supposed to be out talking to people, getting people into your business. It is wild to me, you guys. But I hope you really enjoyed listening to this. If you haven't heard the club owner speak, this is a good example of what him talking to his quote team sounds like. Um, and again, this was back in 2016. I would love to hear what he sounds like today. Um, but with that being said, you guys, I really appreciate everybody's support. I really appreciate everybody who comes back and listens, everybody who shares the podcast. Now, if you guys have information that you guys want to send over to me, you guys can email that to me at xsnt.podcast at gmail.com. If you want to share your story, and it doesn't have to be MLM related, as much or as little as you'd like, just reach out to me at xsnt.podcast on Instagram. You guys can find me on TikTok, Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, and pretty much every social media site. Actually, I have Facebook too, so check us out everywhere. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Oh,